Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. But guess what? You're not alone. You may not know it now, but support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help find you a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. to Too Good to Be True. Thank you for taking the list, time to listen. The subject for today's show is conspiracy theories surrounding the death of Princess Diana. For younger listeners, some of the content might be disturbing, so we urge lo- younger listeners to be in the company of an adult. Before we start getting into details, let's just briefly talk about psychic insight and how we apply it. We choose a subject and research it, and based on that research, we determine what we think needs to be explained by creating a series of questions. Then Justina provides Psychic Insight to answer those questions. The Psychic Insight is narrated towards the end of the show. Accepting the Psychic Insight is a question of individual belief. Now let's go through the disclaimers. Here are the disclaimers. Neither of us claim to have any expertise in any subjects that we discuss. Relate information we find through research and the Psychic Insight. We are always delighted to hear from the listeners. The show only lasts an hour. We don't have the time to present exhaustive research on any topic. This means that there will be information that we miss. We want to provide a basis for the psychic insight. We don't care if the theory turns out too good to be true, as the show name suggests. We are only interested in finding out more of the truth about topics. Spirit can only relate insight that is appropriate for our time in history. Free will cannot be affected. Only comments that are appropriate for our time can be given through the psychic insight. Much of the subject matter in shows may have already been covered many times in other media. We want to look into subjects in a new, different way and be thought-provoking. We are not so good with pronouncing names. We apologize. Recounting conspiracy theories does not suggest that either of us actually believe in them. Again, we are only interested in framing questions to get at the truth as it can be revealed today and neither of us have any particular knowledge of conspiracies, royalty, or modern history. If we have misstated anything, we apologize. The events surrounding Dinah's death, which occurred in 1997, have never never completely gone away. Dinah's life and death will probably be a discussion when the Queen's eldest son is crowned King Charles III. What will Camilla, Charles' second wife, become when Charles eventually becomes king? As far as I know, she will have the title of Princess Consort. But conspiracy theories surrounding Diana include Camilla and her alleged brush with death. How in 1997 does the conspiracy theory link Charles' former wife Diana and his future wife Camilla? This conspiracy theory could be that a decision was made that somehow one of the two women had to go. What was the motivation for that, and what happened to Camilla? Presumably, the monarchy would be under threat if the situation continued with a hugely popular ex-wife and a very unpopular possible future wife. News articles concentrate on Camilla leaving the scene of an auto accident that occurred only weeks before Diana's own accident and death. Here's an article from the London Independent newspaper dated July 12, 1997. Quote, 
Camilla Parker Bowles will not be prosecuted over a car crash in a country lane while driving to the Prince of Wales Highgrove estate, it was announced yesterday. The Crown Prosecution Service has decided there is insufficient evidence to bring charges over the head-on accident involving Mrs Parker Bowles, 50, and Carolyn Melville-Smith, 53, last month. Neither woman was seriously hurt in the collision between Norton and Eastern Grey near Malmesbury, Wiltshire. Ms Melville-Smith of Eastern Grey, whose Volvo State car turned on its side in the accident, leaving a trap by her skirt, which was caught in the car door, claimed Mrs. Mrs. Parker Bowles appeared like a missile at the, field of, at the wheel of a Ford Mondeo before impact. Mrs. Parker Bowles left the scene of the accident to use her mobile telephone to call the ambulance service and police from a nearby hill. She then called the prince who was, then, who was expecting her for dinner at nearby Highgrove House, his Gloucestershire home. He sent his own police bodyguard to the scene with two of his valets and two other members of staff. Mrs Parker Bowles told the police she had not remained at the scene of the accident or exchanged details with the other driver as required by law because she was concerned about the security risk, unquote. Isn't leaving the scene of an accident breaking the law? In the United Kingdom, the police are officers of the Crown. Judges are also answerable to the Crown. So possibly finding Camilla or reprimanding her wasn't going anywhere. The article continues, quote, Ms. Melville Smith, an interior designer of Eastern Grey, said yesterday, I don't want Camilla to be prosecuted because it won't get me anywhere. So long as I am not left out of pocket, I'm happy to let the matter rest. At the moment, we are sorting it all out through our insurance companies. But if I don't get full compensation, I think I'll write to Camilla. It would be really bitchy if I did pursue it because Camilla has a hard enough time anyway and she would only get more bad press. The decision not to bring charges was partly due to Miss Melville Smith's refusal to make refusal to make an official complaint. However, even she had complained it is understood that there was still however, even if she had complained, it is understood that there was still insufficient evidence to bring charges. A police spokesman said there were no independent witnesses to this accident and the evidence available at the scene, such as skid marks and other marks when taken in isolation, was not sufficient to justify or support a prosecution. Unquote. Appearing like a missile has been interpreted as Camilla's car having been tampered with, making the car uncontrollable or having been under remote control. An accident could have been caused deliberately that perhaps didn't need to involve another vehicle. Where do you get the conspiracy theories from? From various books I've read include those authored by David Icke, the well-known conspiracy theorist. He has spoken on the subject through various media outlets. And didn't Diana predict her own death? In a 2019 article, the London Daily Mail newspaper describes a note written by Diana to Paul Burrell, a former butler, author of a book about working for Diana. Quote, in his 2003 book, A Royal Duty, Burrell wrote about a note he claimed Diana wrote to him just 10 months before the fatal crash in which she reportedly predicted her own death, right down to the mode of transportation. The letter allegedly detailed Diana's fears that Princess Charles was planning an accident in my car and that this period of her life was the most dangerous. Burrell said the letter was dated October 1996, just two months after Diana and Charles's divorce. The full passage reads, this particular phase of my life is the most dangerous. My husband is planning an accident in my car, brake failure and serious head injury in order to make path, the path clear for him to marry Tiggy. The letter went on to claim that both Diana and Camilla Parker Bowles were being used as a decoy by Charles, who was accused of actually wanting to marry Tiggy Leg Bork, Prince William and Harry's nanny. Burrell kept the alleged note secret until the publication of his book and claimed was given to him as an insurance policy, the Independent reported at the time. Prince Charles's name and references to Leg Bork were originally redacted when the letter was first published in an excerpt from Braille's book in the Daily Mirror. The names were only revealed in 2007 during the inquest into Diana's death. The inquest also heard how Diana wrote, I'm sitting here at my desk today in October, longing for someone to hug me and encourage me to keep strong and hold my head high. The authenticity of the letter 
was questioned by diner's friends such as Lucia Fletcher de Lima, claiming that the former butler actually forged the letter. Paul Burrell was perfectly capable of imitating Princess Diana's handwriting. I don't believe she was fearing for her life, especially from Prince Charles, the future king of your country, she said at the inquest. The inquest finally announced its conclusion in 2008 when the jury ruled 9-2 to two that Diana's death was an accident caused by the grossly negligent driving of Henri Paul, who had been three times over the French drink-drive limit and the pursuing paparazzi. It was also highlighted Diana's not wearing a seatbelt as a factor, unquote. We will discuss non-use of, seat of a seatbelt plus the 2000 inquest in more detail later. There are major discrepancies between the rating findings of the inquest and how they were reported to the world. Let's go through the published events leading up to and including Diana's death. Wikipedia includes the following, quote, in the early hours of the 31st of August 1997, Diana Princess of Wales died in hospital, died in hospital after being injured in a motor vehicle accident in a road tunnel in Paris. Her partner, Dodie Fayed, and the driver of the Mercedes-Benz W140, Henri Paul, was pronounced dead at the scene. Their bodyguard, Trevor Rhys-Jones, survived with serious injuries. Some media claimed the erratic behaviour of paparazzi following the car, as reported by the BBC, had contributed to the crash. In 1999, a French investigation found that Paul had lost control of the vehicle at high speed while intoxicated and under the effects of prescription, drug, prescription drugs, was solely responsible for the crash. He was the deputy head of security at the Hotel Ritz and, and had earlier goaded paparazzi waiting for Diana and fired outside the hotel. Antidepressants and traces of an antipsychotic in his blood may have worsened Paul's inebriation. No evidence was found that the paparazzi were near the car when it crashed. In 2008, the jury of the British inquest returned a verdict of unlawful killing through the grossly negligent driving by Paul and the and following vehicles. It was also found that none of the occupants of the car was wear, were, were wearing a seatbelt. Diana was 36 years old when she died. Her death caused an unprecedented outpouring of public grief in the United Kingdom and worldwide, and her funeral was watched by an estimated 2.5 billion people. The royal family were criticised in the press for their reaction to Diana's death. Public interest in Diana has remained high and she has retained regular press coverage in the years after her death." Unquote. A decoy Mercedes has been reported as leaving the Ritz Hotel ahead of the Mercedes that Henri Paul was driving, which left from a rear entrance. The idea was that the paparazzi would follow the wrong car. Does Wikipedia describe the crash itself? Yes, it does as follows. At midnight 23, Paul lost control of the vehicle at the entrance to the Pont de Lama tunnel. The car struck the right-hand wall and then swerved to the left of the two-lane carriageway before it collided, on, collided head-on with the 13th pillar that supported the roof. The car was travelling at an estimated speed of 105 kilometres per hour, 65 miles per hour, over twice the tunnel's 50 kilometre per hour, 31 miles per hour speed limit. It then spun and hit the stone wall of the tunnel backwards, finally coming to a stop. The impact caused substantial damage, particularly to the front half of the vehicle, as there was no guardrail between the pillars to prevent this. Witnesses arriving shortly after the accident reported smoke. Witnesses also reported that the photographers on motorcycles swarmed the Mercedes sedan before it entered the tunnel. Unquote. What happened immediately after the crash? Here's more from Wikipedia. Quote, with the four occupants still in the now wrecked car, the photographers who had been driving slower and were some distance behind the Mercedes reached the scene. The photographers were on motorcycles. Some rushed to help, tried to open the doors and help the victims, while some of them took pictures. Airbags were deployed. Police arrived on scene around 10 minutes after the crash at midnight 30, and an ambulance was on site five minutes after the police, according to witnesses. France Info Radio reported that one photographer was beaten by witnesses who were horrified by the scene. Five of the photographers were taken into custody. 
Later, two others were detained and, and, and around 20 rolls of film were taken from the photographers. Police also impounded their vehicles. Firemen also arrived to help remove the victims. Still conscious, Reese Jones has suffered multiple serious facial injuries and a head contusion. The front occupant's airbags had functioned normally. Dinah had been sitting in the right rear passenger seat, was still conscious. Critically injured, Dinah was reported to murmur repeatedly, oh my God, and after the photographers and other helpers were pushed away by police, leave me alone. In June 2007, the Channel 4 doc documentary, Diana, the witnesses in the tunnel, claimed that the first person to touch Diana was, a, was Dr. Malay, who chanced upon the scene. He reported that Diana had no visible injuries, but was in shock. We'll continue after this short break, and you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. To too good to be true and before the break dad you were quoting from wikipedia about the unfortunate series of events that happened with the crash can you please continue yes that was the point where dr malay uh, showed up at the, the uh, accident scene um i'll continue the quote he reported that diana had no visible injuries but was in shock diana was removed from the car at 1 a.m she then went into cardiac arrest and following external cardiopulmonary resuscitation, her heart started beating again. Diana was moved to the SMA, SAMU ambulance at 1.18am, uh, left the scene at 1.41am and arrived at the PTA Salpetria Hospital at 2.06am. Uh, Fayed had been sitting in the left passenger seat and was shortly afterwards pronounced dead, dead. Paul was declared dead on removal from the wreckage. Both were taken to the Institute Medico Legal IML, the Paris mortuary, not to a hospital. Paul was later found to have a blood alcohol of 1.75 grams per litre of blood, which is about 3.5 times the legal limit in France to about 2.2 times the legal limit in Canada, the UK and the US. Despite rigorous attempts to save her, Diana's injuries were too extensive and resuscitation attempts, including internal cardiac massage, were unsuccessful. Her heart had been displaced to the right side of her chest, which tore the pulmonary vein and the pericardium. Diana later died at the hospital at approximately 4 a.m. Anesthesiologist Bruno Rio announced her death at 6 a.m. at a news conference held at the hospital, unquote. That all sounds plausible, except for taking an hour to reach the hospital, about four miles away after being removed from the car. Where do the conspiracy theories come in? I'm going to go through what I remember from reading various publications and David Icke's videos, which are no longer available with them having been taken down. Let's start with the car. A Mercedes-Benz W40 sedan sounds like a top-of-the-line vehicle, was it? This one wasn't exactly. It had been stolen and totaled before being rebuilt and put back on the road. It was sold to a hire firm that supplied cars to the Ritz Hotel. Apparently, Dinah was supposed to be, be careful about wearing seat belts with her seatbelt in this particular vehicle unless she had not been functioning correctly. The bodyguard in the front passenger seat would not normally wear a seatbelt as part of his job while the other occupants should have been wearing theirs. There's also the theory that the car had been fixed to become uncontrollable, as was the theory for Camilla Parker Bowles' car crash a few weeks before. Do you have a particular source that explains the entire scenario as a conspiracy? An article entitled Why and How Princess Diana Was Murdered 
of spy sensational claims was posted on David Icke's website on January 6, 2020. Quote, Princess Diana suffered no more than a cut to her thigh in her reportedly fatal car crash and was photographed looking okay in the ambulance, according to an intelligence agent who, who worked on the case. Peter Paget, who had worked for intelligence agents, agencies throughout his adult life, explains in his autobiography that he conducted a task investigation after being alerted to the crash. I was on service in London that fateful night and got a telephone call very early in the morning that the accident had happened and that and Diana was injured. I was on the case straight away and accessed immediately all that was on the airwaves and online. There in front of me was a picture taken by a member of the public of Diana, sitting up, not prone, in the back of, an, of the ambulance where it, where it had pulled over near a bridge. She looked okay, was not unconscious and showed no signs of low blood pressure as claimed from the internal heart injury, which would have, which would have her lying down on the bed stretcher, maybe hooked up to life support. None of that was attached to her in the photo which had come online so quickly that it could have not have been faked or photoshopped. That photo disappeared within hours from the web as did certain paparazzi photos from a news agency that had been about to market them, but was raided and sanitized. Paget offers an explanation of what happened in Paris that provides an answer to, all, to almost all the most asked questions. He writes that the assassination had been green-lighted only 10 days previously with the French Secret Service co-opted into the operation. Paget is adamant, contrary to some theories, neither Prince Philip nor Princess, Prince, sorry, Prince Charles initiated the operation when instead the orders coming from much lower down the food chain. The reason was that photographs had shown Diana looking pregnant with Dodie Alphide's child and reports that the couple were intending to marry and move to Miami, taking Prince William and Prince Harry with them. Already in place, assets of the French and MI6 were used, including a Mercedes from the fleet that services the Paris Ritz that had previously been reported stolen and re-rigged on the cruise control the second throttle control with a radio-controlled override. Driver Henri Paul was on site at Corner Paget and had been briefed that, briefed that afternoon of the accident as to which route he would take to avoid the paparazzi. He was reportedly paid cash at the time and the money was still on him when, he was, when his dead body was found. Paul, he added, influenced the sub, subterfuge at the hotel to divert the paparazzi enabling him to keep well ahead of them during the ensuing car chase, unquote. So Henry and Paul may have been driving above the speed limit, going into the tunnel, even if he was well ahead of the paparazzi. I'm not sure if any car with Diana traveling in it would get a speeding ticket. As the article continues, it seems that nothing much was left to chance. Quote, Padgett added that the two reception vehicles were in place near the Alma Tunnel, including a dark saloon and the infamous white Fiat Uno that he confirms was driven by British agent James Andanson, who was later reported to have committed suicide in his burnt-out car. The remote control functions of the car were then activated, causing it to physically take off over the sleeping policeman at the entrance to the tunnel and land with the rear wheels rotating at high speed. Although the driver temporarily regained control of the vehicle, he was then blinded with a high-speed when a high-speed motorcycle with a rear-facing pillion rider popped off a military-grade strobe flash gun. Simultaneously, the left front tire was blown out by an implanted device and a minor collision occurred with the rear of the Fiat. The car then plowed into the concrete pillars of the central reservation as planned. The rear seat belts had been disabled in previous modifications of the vehicle and Dodie was killed outright. Just in case a motorcycle just in case a motorcycle operative was immediately on the scene and would have broken his neck. Dodie was, according to Paget, the number one target in the mission, rather than Diana, who somehow escaped relatively unharmed. A French door traveling on the other side of the carriageway offered to help, but medical assistance was, take, medical assistance was taken over by an ambulance that arrived mysteriously quickly. The air ambulance wasn't called and CCTV cameras were off. Paget writes, Inside Speak later told me that the procedure was now to sedate Diana and give her an unsolicited internal abortion of the fetus she was carrying. He adds, 
The French medical agents and amateurs were not trained gynecologists and could no, neither find the fetus nor get it out. However, Dinah was now bleeding internally. Drastic decisions ensued. Who or where they came from at the moment is not clear. Maybe they were taken on the field as the situation was very tight at, on time. The ambulance did not go directly to accident emergency as it was necessary to allow Dinah to bleed to death. This is why he claims the journey was so protracted. A fetus showed up on the x-ray which was soon lost and the British ambassador ordered that Dinah's body be embalmed so no sign of the enforced sedative abortion attempt or pregnancy showed up. There were even attempts to stop the post-mortem which had, had to happen under British common law. Unquote. Sleeping policeman is another term for speed bumps. Pillion means sitting behind a rider on a motorcycle, in this case facing backwards rather than facing forwards. That all sounds a bit fantastic. Is there any supporting evidence? Earlier it was stated that driver Henri Paul was over the limit for intoxication based on a blood test. That has been reported as being totally discredited with the belief that blood test samples were deliberately swapped. There used to be numerous videos online showing security camera footage of Henri Paul looking totally unimpaired shortly before leaving the Ritz Hotel on that night, but these appear to be no longer available. What about the white Fiat Uno? What was its purpose? Allegedly to ensure the Mercedes crashed into a column. I've read in other sources that it was weighed down with concrete blocks being much lighter than the top of the line Mercedes. Henri Paul was allegedly paid off to take the Armatana, which wasn't on the quickest route from the Ritz to Dodie's apartment. Why were the closed circuit television cameras in the tunnel switched off? Apparently, there's no published reason for that, but obviously no cameras meant no opportunity to record a sequence of events of their, or their analysis. So if there were a conspiracy, no cameras would be an obvious part of the cover-up. How far was it from the crash site to the nearest hospital? We are talking about central Paris, so it couldn't have been far. The Pitié-Saut-Petrière hospital was about four miles, or just over six kilometres, from the crash scene. Yet it took from 1 a.m. when Dinah was removed from the car, crashing around 40 minutes earlier, until 2.06 a.m. to arrive at the hospital. So it took an hour and a half after the accident occurred for Diana to reach the hospital, which again was only four miles away. How consistent is this account of events with other unofficial accounts? The white, the white Fiat Uno, the motorcycle with the high-intensity light, the cameras in the tunnel switched off are pretty consistent with other unofficial accounts I've read. But Dodie Fire had been targeted for death, with Diana being targeted for termination of an alleged pregnancy, appear to be new theories. There hasn't, I think, been much belief that Diana was carrying Dodie's shard, but possibly marriage and moving overseas with the two royal sons was a motive. David Icke goes into great detail in his book on the symbolism of the death of Diana, suggesting it might have been a form of ritual murder. Can you go more into detail on David Icke's theory surrounding ritual murder? Here's a brief excerpt from Icke's book, The Biggest Secret. Quote, there are so many similarities between the Kennedy assassination, the ritual beginning of a Sun King, and that of Diana, Princess of Wales, what I am convinced to have been a ritual murder of the moon goddess, known to the ancients as Diana. It was planned that Kennedy would die on that spot at that time, long before he became president. And so I believe Dinah was groomed for at least 20 years to die in, in Paris at that spot at that time also. It is quite possible that it was planned from their, their child or human birth. I know how extreme that sounds, but when you study the brotherhood in depth, you realize very quickly that they were not formulating their plans weeks or months in advance, but literally centuries. From the lower fourth dimension, they have a very different perspective of time this dimension than we do. In the concluding chapters, I'll look in more detail at this and how, why such ritual assassinations are performed with such an eye to detail. Planning the murder of the Roman Catholic John Kennedy, the Sun King, to mark the anniversary of the Roman Church, Church's Inquisition against the Knights Templar or some other ritual could quite obviously have been agreed decades in advance and the scapegoat decided and groomed for office. In the same way, Dinah's birth to the bloodline family, the Spencers in 1961, could have been led to her death as being chosen as a symbol of the goddess Diana, 
who will be dead to a ritual death in an ancient sacred place for dying of worship and sacrifice, the Pont de Lama Tunnel in Paris. I think there's an excellent chance that this is what happened. Just as Kennedy was maneuvered into the presidency in 1960 for his ritual murder in 1963, Diana was maneuvered and manipulated into a marriage with Prince Charles, and finally into the Point de Lama Tunnel. People say that to arrange the murder of Diana would have involved enormous planning and a great deal of time. Yes, that's probably right, but they had plenty of time. Unquote. Who is the Sun King? The Egyptian god Horus. In the biggest secret, David Icke explains the mythology with Horus being born to Isis after her husband Osiris had been murdered by Set. On its final route, the Mercedes passed by the golden-tipped Egyptian obelisk, representative of Osiris in the Place de la Concorde. I think we'll have to go into the break, Justine. Yes, we'll continue after the short break, and you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Before the break, we are discussing an alleged conspiracy theory. And, Dad, you were discussing who the Sun King is. Yes, we went into a little bit more detail after that, and we were going on their journey. So I'll start a sentence back. On its final route, the Mercedes passed by the golden-tipped Egyptian obelisk representative of Osiris in the Place de la Concorde. Dodi Fad represented Osiris, while Dana was another name for Isis in other mythologies. If Dana were pregnant, their unborn child would have symbolized Horus, the sun king. Apparently in Egyptian mythology, Osiris, uh, Osiris had to die before Horus could come into being. being. David Icke comments that this, or may, that this may all sound amazing, but the powerful apparently have an obsession with symbolism. That all sounds really weird. How could it be arranged that Diana and her partner Dodie would be killed at the exact time and place? What investigation was carried out and how did the later inquest in London come about? The following is from Wikipedia. Quote, Under English law, an inquest is required in cases of sudden or unexplained death. A French judicial investigation already been carried out by the 6,000, but the 6,000 page report was never published. On the 6th of January 2004, six years after Diana's death, an inquest into the crash opened in London held by Michael Burgess, the coroner of the Queen's household. The coroner asked the Metropolitan Police Commissioner, Sir John Stevens, to make inquiries in response to speculation that the deaths were not an accident. The police investigation reported its findings in Operation Paget in December 2006. In January 2006, Lord Stevens explained in, in an interview on GMTV that the case is substantially more complex than one sought. The Sunday Times wrote on 29th of January 20, 2006 that agents of the British Secret Service were cross-examined because they were in Paris at the time of the crash. It was suggested in many journals that these agents might have exchanged a blood test of the driver with another blood sample although no evidence for this has been forthcoming, unquote. GMTV is a broadcast shown in Britain called Good Morning Television. Why was the French judicial investigation 6,000-page report never published? In March of 2020, it was reported in several newspapers that its publication has been delayed at least 75 years under French law. The report took three years to complete. No explanation has been given lead been given, leading to belief in a cover-up. What was the inquest verdict? That's the subject of a movie entitled Unlawful Killing that has been banned in the United Kingdom. The London Guardian newspaper in a 2011 article explains that the verdict of unlawful killing by 
unidentified following vehicles has been deliberately misreported. Quote, unlawful killing is not about a conspiracy before the crash, but a provable conspiracy after the crash. Conspiracy organized not by a single scheming arch-fiend, fiend, but collectively by the British establishment. Judges, lawyers, politicians, police chiefs, secret services, even newspaper editors, all of whom have been appointed to their positions because they are a safe pair of hands. Just as compass needles or point north without being told to, so these people instinctively know what is expected of them when the state's interests are under threat, and they act accordingly quietly suppressing uncomfortable evidence or undermining the credibility of witnesses whose evidence contradicts the official narrative. Consider just a fraction of what transpired. Over 100 significant witnesses were not called to the inquest or refused to appear. Blood tests allegedly proving the drunkenness of the driver Henri Paul were deemed biologically inexplicable by a toxicologist. A British crash expert found that Diana's seatbelt had not been working and so on. Strangest of all was the media coverage of the verdict. Inquest evidence showed conclusively that the crash was caused by an unidentified white Fiat Uno and several unidentified motorcycles, vehicles that were certainly not paparazzi, because uncontested police evidence confirmed that the paparazzi were nowhere near the tunnel at the time of the crash. The jury understood this, bringing a verdict of unlawful killing by unidentified following vehicles. Yet within seconds, the BBC was misreporting that the jury had blamed the paparazzi and the rest of the media meekly followed suit, which is why three years on, barely anyone realises what the jury's troubling verdict really was. Where's the film being premiered next week at Cannes, three years after the inquest ended? Because British lawyers insisted on 87 cuts before any UK release could could be contemplated. So rather than butcher the film or risk legal action, we're showing it in France, then the US, and then everywhere except the UK. Pity, because at a time when the minor sugar rush of the royal wedding has been sending British republics into a, Republicans into a diabetic coma, it could act as a welcome antidote, unquote. The wedding referred to was between Diana's son, William, and Kate Middleton, now the Duchess of Cambridge. With that, it's time for the first question. Did Camilla Parker Bowles normally drive a car at higher speeds and would be considered safe or legal? And sometimes yes, but not all the time. In July of 1997, what caused Camilla's car to appear like a missile when colliding with another vehicle? There is a mechanical malfunction. Had Camilla's car been tampered with such it could have been involved in a fatal car crash? Yes. Why did Camilla leave the scene of the accident, claiming a security risk if this had been a normal car crash? Basically out of fear and realising it could have been very serious. Why was Camilla apparently so indifferent to the welfare of the driver of the other car? Basically being more selfish about herself. Was this an attempt to assassinate Camilla? It was an attempt to seriously hurt her, yes, not to kill her, but to injure her greatly, yes. What was the purpose of trying to cause serious injury? Basically to make it so she was unable to be in the public eye, fulfill her duties, have this public image. So basically to embrace her and try to ruin it for her. Was that in some way connected to Diana? In some way, yes. It was similar that there were attempts on Diana's life and to ruin her public image. But there were many different parties who tried to harm both of the women. As reported in the 2003 book, A Royal Duty, authored by Diana's former butler, did Diana have information for her to predict her own death? Yes. Did a letter from Diana to a former butler detail Diana's fears that Princess Charles was planning an accident in my car and that this period of her life was the most dangerous? Yes, she did have fears about that. And she also had fears that almost anybody could harm her. Was the letter to her butler dated October 1996, just two months after a divorce from Charles? Yes. Why did Dinah seem to think that she had to be deceased for Charles to have a path to remarry following their divorce? Basically, since Diana knew a lot of information, so she was worried that she held this information. And she was obviously keeping it a secret, but he did not know that until after the divorce. Why was Dinah so specific about a planned accident involving her car, 
with brake failure along with serious head injury. Since her car had previously been messed with, she had caught her car before being messed with and she was worried it would happen again. Is there any question regarding the authenticity of the letter being written by Diana and not her butler as claimed? The problem is, since it was a letter, it was very hard to trace it. So in a way, you just have to take the butler's word for it. Why did Dinah think that her former husband wanted to marry his nanny rather than Camilla, who was later to become his wife? He had multiple affairs, so the nanny was one of the interests, you could say. So she was unsure about how many women were involved. Was the letter written by Dinah such that if anything happened to her, a conspiracy would be revealed? That's a little bit ulterior to where the assumptions were made. But yes, you could use the word conspiracy. But it was more of something happened to her to try to investigate it, since the public image would not add up. Following Diana's divorce from Charles, was she provided by the British government with security or personal protection, knowingly or unknowingly? Yes. Why were none of the occupants, Diana, Dodie Fayed, bodyguard Trevor Rees-Jones, and driver Henri Paul wearing seatbelts. That was typical for them, so they didn't wear seatbelts very often. So even Dinah didn't wear a seatbelt? Correct. Is there actual eyewitness evidence that the paparazzi swore a Mercedes sedan before it entered the tunnel? Yes. Were some of the paparazzi not following the Mercedes because they had been following the wrong car? There were multiple different paparazzis. So they were in many different places, but they were tipped off that something was about to happen. So there were some paparazzi at the scene of the crash? Correct, yes. At the time of the crash, was Henry Henri Paul intoxicated and under the effects of prescription drugs? He had prescription drugs in his system, yes, but he was not intoxicated. Why is it reported that a French investigation in, in why is it reported that in a French investigation in nineteen ninety nine that it was found that Henri Paul, who was allegedly impaired, was solely responsible for the crash when the official report won't be available for many decades. And basically, they jumped to some assumptions. So they assumed since he had prescription drugs in his body that it would be proven that was the case for the crash. So they jumped from A to Z, you could say. Did police arrive on the scene around 10 minutes after the crash at half past midnight with an ambulance arriving five minutes after the police? Yes. Had the front occupant's airbags functioned normally? They functioned, you can say, half normally. So the airbags were triggered, but not completely like they normally do. Was that some kind of sabotage, or was it because the car was rebuilt? Because of the rebuild. At this point, was Dinah sitting in the rear, side, rear seat, still conscious, murmuring, oh my God, and leave me alone? Yes. Was the first person to touch Diana a Dr. Malay? Yes. Where had Dr. Malay, apparently an off-duty emergency doctor, arrived from? A few towns over. Is there anything sinister about Dr. Malay's arrival? No. Did Diana have no visible injuries but was in shock? Yes, correct. She was basically having a panic attack. After being removed from the car at one in the morning, did Diana go into cardiac arrest and following external cardiopulmonary resuscitation, did her heart start beating again? Yes. Was Diana moved to the, uh, to the ambulance at 118, leaving the hospital, leaving the scene, sorry, at 141, arriving at the Pitié-Salpêtrière hospital about four miles away at 206 in the morning? Yes, that is all correct. Was Dodi Fayad pronounced dead at the scene? Yes. Were Diana's injuries too extensive without resuscitation attempts, including internal cardiac massage, being unsuccessful? That's correct, yes. Why weren't surgical repairs to a torn pulmonary vein attempted? It was impossible. The bleeding would have been too much, so even an attempt would have killed her. Why were the royal family criticising the press for their reaction to Diana's death? They didn't show any empathy, so they were very cold about her death. Was that because they are royal or because they didn't care for her? Both. Some of the royal family didn't like how outspoken and unique she was, while others tried to put a front about their own emotions.
Regarding conspiracy theories, had the Mercedes been previously totaled, rebuilt, and then fixed to have inoperable seatbelts and to become in some manner uncontrollable for the driver? It was rebuilt, but the seatbelts were just a personal preference. But there were different faults in the vehicle that was rebuilt. Was it fixed to be uncontrollable? No, it was not the people rebuilding it that caused the accident. Going into detail on a possible conspiracy, had Dinah suffered no more than a cut to her thigh in a reportedly fatal crash and was photographed looking okay in the ambulance? She had other extensive injuries, so the blunt force of the car accident caused more internal injuries that were not able to be seen. In a photograph, was Dinah sitting up unconscious in the ambulance, showing no signs of low blood pressure as a result from a heart injury, such as lying down and being hooked up to life support? At times, she looked like she was just fine. I think we have to go into the break, Justina. Yes, we'll continue after this break, and you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. good to be true and before the break we are going through the questions and psychic insight about diana princess of wales dad can you please continue with the questions sure why did the photograph with diana looking like she was fine after coming online on the internet quickly disappear within hours basically it was the interested parties so the government forces you could say did not want these photos released had the assassination been green-lighted only 10 days previously with the French Secret Service being co-opted into the operation? It was even sooner than before the accident, so the whole plan was put into place three or five days beforehand, but the specifics of the operation were only released to a select few. At what level was the operation ordered? All that can be said is that there are higher-ups involved, so the level cannot be released. Was Diane intending to marry Dodie and move to Miami, taking Prince William and Prince Harry with them? Yes. Was that part of the reason for the assassination? Partly, and also that she knew too much. So it's time to eliminate the person who knew this information. Was Diana pregnant or had the appearance of being pregnant at the time of her death? She was not pregnant. She had just gained a few pounds. Had the Mercedes been re-rigged on the cruise control and second throttle control with a radio-controlled override? Yes. Was Henri Paul part of the conspiracy being briefed to take a certain route under the pretext of avoiding the paparazzi? He was told this information, yes, but he had no knowledge that something was about to happen. Was Henri Paul paid cash at the time with the money still on his dead buddy? He was paid to catch, yes, but again, it was to take the different route not to injure anybody. Were most of the paparazzi deliberately decoyed so that they would be well behind the Mercedes going into the Alma Tunnel? Yes, they again were given different tips that something else was about to happen, so they wanted to capture that. Were there two vehicles waiting near the Alma Tunnel, including a dark saloon and a white Fiat Uno? Yes. Were a remote control function of the car activated, causing it to physically take off over the speed bumps at the entrance of the tunnel and land with the rear wheels rotating at high speed? Yes. Did Henri Paul temporarily regain control of the vehicle, only to be blinded when the military-grade strobe flash gun from the fast-moving motorcycle was shown into his eyes? No, that's not correct. The car was under remote control the entire time. There is no regaining control, and there were, was were no personality, military personnel involved. Was the left front tire blown out by an implanted device with a minor collision occurring with the rear of the white Fiat Uno? No. Did the Mercedes plow into the concrete pillars of the central reservation as planned? 
Correct, yes. The vehicle did plow into the concrete pillars. Was there a contingency to kill Dodie Fayed if, the, if he wasn't killed in the car crash? No. Was the assassination of Dodie Fayed the prime objective of the mission? No. What was the prime objective of the mission? Basically to kill Princess Diana and to make it a very quick, swift death. So it didn't go entirely to plan? Correct. She is supposed to die in the impact. Did the ambulance arrive at the scene more quickly than it should have done? No, the ambulance was ready like it usually was, so it was normal timing. Were closed-circuit television cameras monitoring the tunnel switched off? Yes, the cameras were disconnected. Why were they switched off? Do not show the actual footage of the vehicle going out of control. Were there... Were the medical agents in the ambulance to assist with the... Sorry, start that again. Were there medical agents in the ambulance to assist with the assassination? There were people that were going to make sure she wasn't making it, yes. Was Diana allowed to die by virtue of the ambulance taking so long to reach the hospital? No, it was more complicated than that. So it was French medical practice to conduct heart massage and they were just doing their best? Yes, the ones directly responsible for her care were trying to do their best. The problem was that she was given something unseen, not by those medical professionals, but by someone else who caused the bleeding to be worse and worse. Could Dino have survived if she hadn't been given that medication causing increased bleeding? Yes. Did the British ambassador order that Dinah's body was to be embalmed so that medical evidence would be lost? It was her wish to be embalmed, so his intentions were true and good. Were there attempts to prevent a post-mortem? Yes, that is correct. But again, it was not the people directly involved. The people who did not want her body to go through an autopsy were more behind the scenes. In previously posted videos online, Henry Paul looks Henri Paul looks completely sober at the Ritz Hotel shortly before leaving in the Mercedes. Isn't that proof he was sober? Yes, and again, many people have prescription drugs in their system, and these were prescribed to him for his own medical conditions, but there is an extensive amount. Why were the videos of a sober Henri Paul at the Ritz Hotel taken down from the internet? Basically, certain people get to decide what's on the internet and not on the internet. So with this being such a large conspiracy, it was very easy for these videos to have been taken down. Was Henri Paul's blood sample swapped to make it appear that he was under the influence of alcohol as well as prescription drugs? Yes. Was the white Fiat Uno later found destroyed by fire? There was a vehicle, yes, but that was more of a distraction method. So not actually used in the whole incident. Did the Fiat's driver commit suicide? Yes. Changing subject to David Icke's book, The Biggest Secret, was it planned long before John Kennedy was president that he would die where he did and when he did? No, it was planned very quickly. Was it deliberately planned for Diana to be murdered where she was, when she was? Yes, it was planned. What does David Icke mean by the lower fourth dimension? Basically, it's a series of events that's going to happen no matter what, basically in that dimension. So the thought that basically there is a timeline of events. Was Diana maneuvered and manipulated into, into marriage with Prince Charles? No, she did have a say in the marriage. From Egyptian mythology, was Diana another name for Isis and did Dodi Fayyad represent Osiris? Yes, but that's looking a little too much into it. Was it arranged possibly based on Egyptian mythology that Diana and Dodi were going to be in Paris and to be in the Alma Tunnel at the time the fatal, crash, the fatal car crash occurred? Again, that's looking way too much into it. So yes, a lot of things tie back to Egypt, but it wasn't some conspiracy theory about Egypt. Changing subject to the inquest that started in 2004 in London, why was it suggested that the blood test of the driver was exchanged with another blood sample? Because the results were not through actual lab practices, so the results cannot be traced, the proper chain of custody was not established, etc. So the results were not conclusive, like a lot of results. So there could be evidence that the lab switched the samples. 
Well, it's blood testing allegedly proving the drunkenness of driver Henri Paul deemed biologically inexplicable by a toxicologist. Yes. Did a British car British crash car crash expert find that Diana's seatbelt had not been working? Again, it was her choice not to put the seatbelt on. So the seatbelt could have not been working, but she did not attempt to put it on. Why was the French Judicial Investigation's 6,000-page report delayed in being published for at least 75 years? Basically because this is such a huge topic and a huge conspiracy theory. So with the knowledge that anybody could be assassinated at any time, it brings a lot of fear, especially to people in more open positions where they speak their minds. So basically it shows that anyone can be murdered. In 2008, was the official British inquest finding a lawful killing by unidentified following vehicles? Yes, that's what they found. Why did the BBC immediately, within seconds, provide a news report that the jury had blamed a drunk Henri Paul and the paparazzi with the rest of the media following along? Basically, that's a story that's pretty well known. Again, it goes back to the results from the lab where that the driver was intoxicated. Why does mass media persist with false statements for the verdict, an accident caused by the grossly negligent driving of Henri Paul, who had been three times over the French drink drive limit and the pursuing paparazzi? Basically, it seems like more normal explanation, you could say. So unfortunately, drunk driving accidents happen all the time. People drive drunk all the time. And there's also a lot of distracted driving. So this is a more normal explanation since it happens every day. So the mass media has deliberately misled the people of the world in misrepresenting the inquest findings. Unfortunately, the media does that a lot. So the media reports what it wants to report. Why has public interest in Diana remained so high with her life and death attaining regular media coverage over the years? Because of who she is. She was so outspoken, even though she was within the royal family. She was always herself, and she was someone that many women and men included looked up to. So she was someone more normal going into this royal family full of histories, full of this almost mysterious rapport. So many people wanted to relate to her, get to know her almost in a way. So with this whole looking up to her factor, her death hit many people extremely hard. Will the truth ever come out? The truth will slowly come out, but the details of who, what, when, etc. will never come out. The accident was too tightly sealed for the real names to come out, but it will start exposing that celebrities die in multiple very strange ways and that these investigations are not always performed properly, so things slip through the cracks, evidence is lost, etc. So this will help bring to light that there are some people out there that aren't good people, and on top of that, there's information that the world still doesn't fully understand, that with this new movement, with the 2021 upcoming, more and more information is being released and more people are feeling comfortable speaking out. What else can you say about Dinah's death at the age of 36? That it's unfortunate, especially for her children. Her sons lost their mother and that's what many people need to remember when the conspiracies go around. When Princess Diana is talked about in a negative way, no matter what, no matter if you believe in her, believe in what she said, etc. She is still a mother and still had her sons and was trying to raise them. That was the last answer. There's more information to be released in 2021 with more people speaking out. Too good to be true. That depends on what you are prepared to believe. I guess all I can say really is you have to sort of take the time to look into what's reported, look into the evidence, make up your mind whether there is a conspiracy. I think it's interesting that the inquest findings were totally misrepresented. Um, Closed circuit television cameras in the tunnel were switched off and so on and so forth. And I guess there was something to be gained by, by assassinating Diana. Well, I think that in a way this 
whole conspiracy has brought about some discussion about car accidents in general. So I think that's kind of unfortunately the positive that can be taken from this is that there's many accidents that involve high speeds, people who are intoxicated, and it kind of brings awareness, even if it is misrepresented, that people obviously should not drive after drinking and not to drive distracted and obviously not to speed, especially at high speeds. Yes, um, it's interesting that uh, there was some reference to uh, a new movement with 2021 upcoming, that more information is being released and more people will feel comfortable speaking out. Um, it's in, maybe there's going to be some big changes and we're going to find out more about what is actually going on in the world uh, in the upcoming year. Well, and I think another point going towards that is that many cases are investigated wrong. So a lot of these cases, evidence is lost. There's people who don't do their jobs properly. And obviously, as mentioned, from a scientist's point of view, there's chain of custody, there's ways to handle samples, and there are mistakes that happen in the lab. That's just what's going to happen. There's always human error. So unfortunately, there's always going to be a chance that evidence would be lost or evidence would be switched. But on that note, I will mention our Facebook page at Too Good To Be True with the first two spelled T-W-O and our Instagram page at T-W-O-G-T-B-T. If you have any suggestions for upcoming episodes, please contact us there. And as always, thank you so much for listening and we look forward to next week's show. Thank you.